Well, folks, as we uh, come on the air right now, it is 11.08. We have uh, Justin Katz, managing editor at OceanStateCurrent.com, is going to uh, join me uh, next hour for our segment uh, this week in politics. And like many of you, um, we had limited time with the governor today. What Governor Mundo was trying to do, and I'm going to play some of it, she was trying to circumvent uh, today's press briefing at 1 o'clock. That's supposed to be the update on where we are with phase two. And phase two now, you have inside dining is beginning again. The hair salons are open. But I think um, I think a lot of people completely uh, are disgusted with what they saw on Saturday as you had all those protesters. And the governor just said, and she's so happy they were socially distancing. I, I did not see that. I did not see that. I'm going to play you some of it. What I saw over the weekend is absolutely disgusting, folks. This is disgraceful. You have done nothing wrong. Do you know there were 50 Secret Service agents injured outside of the White House? 50. And this is a myth. And I asked the governor, I asked Governor Mundo about it, and I'll play it for you. Uh, Is it acceptable to vandalize now? Is that where we're at? Is it okay now to burn churches? They burned the church across from the White House. They defaced St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York. Is that acceptable form of protest now? Now, Governor Mundo says the state police is leading the investigation. But Channel 12 has video that I'm going to play you some of the sound where the protesters are saying to the state police, listen, we want to break those windows. We want to vandalize the Rhode Island State House. There were 1,000 people at least at the State House. They were not socially distanced. How can you not have high school graduations in Rhode Island and then that is allowed? How about everyone has been staying in for two months and suddenly, because of a bad cop in Minneapolis, suddenly it's all allowed. Everything goes out the window. Now we've been doing everything wrong. But it's all your fault. You just can't do anything wrong. Right. That's the problem. I hope you people realize that. Now, it is severe. We're hearing that President Trump was Secret Service in precaution uh, in fact, brought him and I believe Melania and Baron Trump down into the bunker below the White House. I mean, that's how serious it is. St. Patrick's Cathedral was desecrated. D.C. monuments defaced. This AFL-CIO, at least their headquarters was attacked. I guess there's some good news. Philadelphia running over police officers. Chicago attacking them. What, what these are, as, as Congressman Cicely. Lini said peaceful protesters. Folks, these are not peaceful protesters. Okay? These are a group of individuals who have just decided this is how they're going to remove President Trump. And they have decided to embark on anarchy. And you have, do you notice not one Democrat elected official, not one, has condemned the protesters. Now, I want to play for you. Why don't I uh, play it? I want to play a couple different things. Uh, as far as the Rhode Island State House, so suddenly now, you know, last October, the Christopher Columbus statue in Providence was defaced. And there's a city council person. Her name is Kat Kerwin. And she basically said that that is, in her mind, it's an acceptable form of protest. She said that. So I asked that to Governor Amundo just a, uh, a short time ago. Governor Amundo also said, referred to herself is a white woman of privilege. So I want to um, I want to try to uh, play some of it for you. I have not had a chance to edit all of it or go into it. I could do a little bit of that. But let me see if I can uh, get to the part where I'm asking the governor um, 
exactly this this business that somehow now that it is acceptable to is it really acceptable for people to commit vandalism? Let me see if I play play a little bit of this, folks. This was just a short time ago. Governor, it's John DePietro. Who's leading that investigation? And is there a phone number posted? Uh, because otherwise, it, it certainly seems as though vandalism would be tolerated um, in Rhode Island. And what about, I mean, is it appropriate reaction to burn churches like they did last night? Could you say that last? I didn't hear that very last thing, John. In Washington, they set a church on fire. They also defaced St. Patrick's from the White House. But there just uh, seems to be a tone that maybe some element of vandalism should be tolerated. No, I don't think so. If you want my opinion, vandalism in any form is unacceptable, and those responsible uh, need to be held accountable. So while I understand the anger that is resulting in the vandalism and the fires and the looting, all of that in any form is unacceptable and here in Rhode Island we will hold those folks accountable um, the state police is handling the investigation here with the vandalism of the state house okay you have an estimate governor on the extent of the damage let me just um they, they don't know how much it is but I want to get back to it was Anita Buffoni of channel 12 that even said that they have video of Channel 12. If you watched it, folks, did you watch that? They, they weren't socially distancing. I could show you pictures and video. They're all grouped together at the State House. You're probably out of work. You may or may this is Governor Mundo, folks, with reporters get a decent job. just in the last hour. And you're looking around the country and seeing racism everywhere you look. You might see it when you go to the grocery store. Maybe you went through a public education system. That let you down, and that was racist. Like, the point is, that is the generation I think where you're seeing. It is new for them in a way. They weren't around in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. They're feeling it. But also, it's what gives me hope. You know, like you saw after the Parkland shooting, it was younger kids who took action. Um, This is Governor Mundo, folks, with reporters, just in the last 15 minutes. This is where I think the question is about the vandalism. Hold on, folks. Here it comes right here. Good morning, everyone. It's John DiPietro. It's coming up right now. This is Anita Buffoni of Channel 12 asking about the vandalism. Um, I know you mentioned that it was peaceful, but obviously, as well as you mentioned, it was socially distant. Our video obviously shows that that wasn't the case. It's obviously difficult in protest, but what's your initial reaction to the vandalism? Yeah. So, look, vandalism in any form is unacceptable, uh, as is, you know, violence. And thank God we're not seeing some of the horrible violence you're seeing in other places here in Rhode Island. And those folks who have engaged in that vandalism are going to be held accountable. But I will say, we need to acknowledge what's driving the vandalism. Listen, I'm going to answer this right now. It's unacceptable. You saw beating up people, anarchy. It, it is suddenly now, 
anyone, they have an excuse to basically do whatever they want. I also want to, you know what, I'm actually going to defend Governor Mundo right now. And folks, again, good morning, it's Shonda Pedro. You're hearing this audio for the first time because she was just on a conference call with us reporters because she wants to kind of, I believe, handle this instead of this afternoon. They'd like to try to have a normal briefing. I don't know how that's going to be possible. But I want to just uh, play where Governor Raimondo refers to herself as a white woman of privilege. Let me play that for you. You know, like I said in my opening comments, I'll speak for myself. As a white woman of privilege, I don't know what it is like to be fearful of going for a job. You know, I, I want to just actually, now folks, you got to realize, there are some reporters that go on to these and they want to show off their knowledge of history. They ask these inane questions. You caught some of it uh, sometimes during the briefings where there's these endless blanking questions about the Wyatt Detention Center and, uh, and this one and that one. So Governor Mundo, folks, uh, to her credit, she grew up in Smithfield. She went to LaSalle Academy through her hard work, effort, that of her parents. She went to Harvard. She excelled at Harvard. She was a Rhodes Scholar. She went to Yale Law. This business of a white woman of privilege, her father worked in a factory. She, 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 uh, she doesn't give herself enough credit. I mean, take away the name. Someone who grew up in Smithfield went to LaSalle Academy, excelled, got into Harvard, Rhodes Scholar, and then Yale, and then just to dismiss yourself as a white woman of privilege, I, I would disagree with that. I mean, say what you, whatever you think about her, she, she thrived scholastically without question. Now, if all of that was all of that because of the color of her skin, I, I don't believe that. What is going on right now is absolutely disgraceful. Now, I I agree with many people. I would like to hear from the president right now. I would. I think he has been absent. From what we understand, it was that Jared Kushner, the son-in-law again, who I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of his. Uh, I, I think the president, I don't think he should be silent. I think he should have spoken Friday night or Thursday night. I think the President Trump, my opinion, should have been Oval Office Wednesday or Thursday. As soon as you started, you know, when they think there were problems on Wednesday night and then, you know, on Thursday in, in Minneapolis where they took over the police precinct, the president of the United States should have said, listen, you know, we, we, there's going to be a justice here. The guys then he wasn't arrested till Friday, excuse me, till Friday. But what Atlanta cops teaser, well, this is absolutely anarchy. It's bad for everyone. It's terrible right now. Um, and, and if things don't turn around, Joe Biden's going to end up being the president. I want to play for you, though. I was putting this out. Um, I was retweeting it. Channel 12, folks, here's the question. Is, is vandalism allowed at the Rhode Island State House? Should it be allowed during these protests? I say no. I think it is. So I'm really upset. Listen, the people that are stealing, they're not even protesters. They're just goons and thugs. What happened in Boston last night was a disgrace. So, but listen to, this is Channel 12 video, Anita Buffoni had it, Rhode Island State Trooper is addressing, now there are these guys there, and they have masks on, but they're basically saying, officer, to the trooper, here's what we want to do. We want to break these windows 
and then we want you to arrest us for civil disobedience. They, they, they think it's not going to be a big deal. Boom, in and out. They even they want to be arrested. They want to be arrested. One of them says, yeah, but I want to break that window and go to the ACI. Now, the trooper says, no, you can't do that. But are they being interviewed? Who are they? I put that on Twitter. Who are these people? Where's the, why isn't there a phone number? If you have information who desecrated and defaced and vandalized the Rhode Island State House, call the following number. You have Capitol Police. How about they were burning an American flag at the State House? I, I, I am so disgusted by these people. I don't have any sympathy for them. Listen, you've been locked down for the past two months. What the hell did you do wrong? Let me play. Channel 12 has the video. Of the trooper, they're telling him we want to vandalize and break those windows at the state house in front of the state house. Here's some of the sound. I understand that, and I appreciate it. This is the trooper. And I would never ever try to condone it. Okay, okay. You do have a right to assemble. You have a right to have your voice heard. Yep. However, you can't destroy it. See, but that's a choice. We live in a country where you have a choice, right? And those choices, those cases are supposed to be done. For example, I want to draw around one of the window right now. One of these dudes, particularly him or her, would take me and bring me to the ACI, and I would choose to take that as a repercussion, right? Right. So that's, it's not for me. But we don't want you to do that. But, but I, did, I didn't do that. But I'm saying, thus, thus, I cannot. I don't yes, they did end up doing that. They're telling the troopers that I would have that choice. To go to the ACI. They, they, there's a group of them, and they have rocks, and they want to vandalize. What kind of investigation? Who's doing the investigation? Ray Charles or Helen Keller? This is insanity. Why is it being allowed? I, you know, the whole inequity thing. If I missed something, folks, weren't we all just locked up for the past two months? Can't go outside? I was posting some of the pictures, by the way. Check out the Facebook page. Trump advisors are advising him to do something like a listing session to show he's hearing concerns from the black community. Um, Ann Coulter, the president should have federalized the National Guard the moment he saw the police precinct on fire. I agree with her. I mean, this is allowing and what went on in Boston last night. (laughs) George Zimmerman arrested in Atlanta on DUI charges. That's only appropriate. Bill de Blasio, mayor of New York, points finger at Trump. He helped create this atmosphere. Let's blame everybody. You know what? No one's accountable. Oh, did you not? Did did it rain on your fifth birthday? Well, then, you know, you should go destroy a store and loot. Boston protests ends in looting and violence. Uh, Wasn't that the whole excuse for it? The cleanup, the, the, the destruction in Boston last night because of one bad cop, one bad cop in Minneapolis. And then now we have to deal with all of this. Suddenly the life of every police officer, the life of every police officer is now in jeopardy because of this. This is absolute insanity. Thousands protest. And Governor Mundo does say, I was very happy the people were socially distancing at the state house. The pictures show something different. The pictures show there's some girls sitting all close together and they have a sign, blank, you know, blank the police. How, how is that socially distancing? This is so, I, I am so upset about this whole thing. And Cicilline was at the protest. Congressman David Cicilline. They, they're not even protesters. That's not a protest. To loot and destroy property and steal. And there are countless examples. You know, I, I was posting on Twitter that there was this husband and wife that have a 
a shop, a small store. Let's face it, Main Street now, right? What we refer to Main Street anywhere has become the small and pop shops because like Walmart, the big companies, they didn't land on Main Street. They drew businesses away from Main Street. So the businesses that are left on Main Street are the true small business mom and pop shops. And there was video in Rochester. And these kids, they every day they probably walk by the business that these people had. It's a small shop. I don't even know what it is. And did you see this video? And the woman that it's a husband and wife. And every day they probably see these kids. And every day they walk by, except yesterday was different. Same people involved, husband, wife, white, six look like six black youths. But what became different yesterday, suddenly now, they're not small business people that are running a store on Main Street, USA. No, suddenly now, it's okay. And, and these six goons absolutely beat the hell out of this poor woman and her husband. Who I'm sure they went out and identified like, you know, they see them every day. Hi, whatever the boys' names are, or the kids' names, whatever. I'm not saying like like that. Whoever the the young men are of color that the store owners seem to recognize. Oh, look, it's whoever, Randy and John and Joseph or whoever it is. But instead, no, this time, boom, they turn and start beating the hell out of them. For what? Because of a white cop in Minneapolis, it, I, it, it, this is beyond despicable, folks. It is, it is really shameful what is going on. And there is, there is no excuse for it. Uh, it needs to be condemned. Cicilline, peaceful protesters. And let me also say this about the media. Listen, that, that's a war zone. You know, so some 24-year-old student who went to Newhouse, Syracuse, or BU, and they're trying to do a stand-up. As rubber bullets are flying, people are throwing bottles and bricks at the police. And then, oh, I got hit with a rubber bullet. You're, you're in the middle. It's loud. Things are on fire. People are throwing bricks and breaking glass and screaming F the police. And, and you're, you know, whatever, 50 feet away. You think they can discern of, talk about like fog of war. So some 24-year-old, you know, TV reporter in pick a small town stands. Oh, I, you know, I'm Sarah so and so reporting live from. Hey, I got hit with something. It, 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 it's just preposterous. You, you, what, what do you think is going to happen? You're standing doing a stand up in the middle of a war zone. This is disgraceful. Um, I, I, I will agree though with Ann Coulter. I, I don't think the president should be silent. I think the president needs to be out there. I think the president needs to be very clear uh, and say something. Silence is not helping. I know that, like Jared Kushner was telling him, I wouldn't say anything. It's not going to. It's not going to have any effect. It'll have some effect. There has to be. This, this cannot allow. Folks, they're going to. Do you see last night in D.C.? You had fifty Secret Service agents injured. Fifty. They're going to do this every night. They have no jobs to go to. Right? People are laid off. It's nice weather out. This isn't January. It's not a snowstorm. They're going to do this every night leading up. Some people are even saying, well, you know, we got to get rid of Trump. Uh, Excuse me. We're supposed to have an election in November. That's how we're supposed to decide these things. I think they are going to have a riot every night. And notice they, they started to target. They were in Beverly Hills on Rodeo Drive. They were in Santa Monica. 
uh, right on, uh, what is it, 3rd Street or wherever I've been, the Promenade. We have all those stores. I mean, they are targeting high-end area. How about Atlanta? Atlanta is a black city. Chicago, Atlanta is 60% black with a black mayor. That, that mayor in Atlanta was fantastic. This is completely unacceptable. But to tell the American people, you know the past two months while you've lost your business, been locked down in your house, you're wearing a mask, your parents and family members and, and older relatives are dying in nursing homes. You know the past two months while you've been staying at home and following every guideline you were supposed to follow? While you were doing that, you're a racist, by the way. So we're going to burn the churches. We're going to loot. We're going to set fire to police cars. We're going to destroy your businesses even more. What is the rationale? Because of one bad cop in Minnesota? Is that what we're led to believe? (sighs) Folks, it's time like this. You need to recognize you need proper insurance. So on this Monday, I highly encourage you to call A.E. Nazika Insurance Services at 401-353-9300, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue, North Providence, for one simple reason. Scott and Alex, they will help you save money. That's it. Let them save you money on your home insurance, on your life insurance, on your auto insurance. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 1529 in Middle Spring Avenue, North Providence. Look for them on Facebook. Also, their website, A.E. Mazika, M-I-Z-I-K-A.com, 401-353-9300, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. And also, this time of year, by the way, they're licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. Uh, you need proper in, in, uh, insurance for your motorcycle, for your jet skis, for an off-road vehicle, maybe an RV. A.E. Mazika Insurances for your boat, 1529 Middle Spring Avenue, North Providence. It's so simple. I like to say, let Alex and Scott, let them help you save money. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today. 353-9300, 353-9300, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. You know, this is absolutely rotten, what we watched and had to watch go on. And and this is like they're on in denial, absolutely in denial of what's happening. Uh, Cicilline and the rest of them, you know, the peaceful protest, peaceful protesters. That is absolutely ludicrous. I didn't see peaceful protesters. I saw complete anarchy. That's what I saw. I saw people, I saw them lighting police cars on fire. I saw them looting. You could see them. They're so brazen. In Boston, you could see them looting. In Atlanta, you could see them looting. In uh, Philadelphia, in everywhere, you could see them looting. In Santa Monica, you could see them looting. The police can't be everywhere. This is Antifa. This is an effort to try to overthrow the government. This is like a coup. And suddenly now, because of that, this has been bubbling racism. I, you know what? And they're saying, you know, we've had enough. Guess what? I, I've also had enough. I've had enough of it, too. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of we Listen, this has been tough on everybody. This has been difficult on everyone. What we have been going through with this pandemic and now this. This. Excuse me. Obama was president for eight years. 
They're going to, folks, this is so disgraceful. I, I, I am just so upset about this. And we don't have one, you know, not one Democrat leader, Governor Amundo, at my questioning, this is the first time I've heard one elected official condemn the actions. One. And it, she, by the way, she didn't come out of the box with it. I had to ask about it. But then I'll, I'll give her, to her credit, to her credit, the governor then said, vandalism of any kind is unacceptable. As if we have to say that. But it, apparently we do have to say it these days. I guess we do have to explain. Maybe it's not okay to do that. I'm going to play this again, actually. This was uh, Governor Mundo with the reporters um, just a short time ago. Here we go. Governor, it's John DePietro. Who's leading that investigation? And is there a phone number posted? Uh, because otherwise, it, it certainly seems as though vandalism would be tolerated um, yes. in Rhode Island. And what about, I mean, is it appropriate reaction to burn churches like they did last night? Say that last, I didn't hear that very last thing, John. In Washington, they set a church on fire. They also defaced St. Patrick's Cathedral. But there just seems to be a tone that maybe some element of vandalism should be tolerated. No, I don't think so. If you want my opinion, vandalism in any form I'm asking you. is unacceptable, and those responsible uh, need to be held accountable. So while I understand the anger that is resulting in the vandalism and the fires and the looting, all of that in any form is unacceptable, and here in Rhode Island, we will hold those folks accountable. How? Maybe they should knock it off. I'll tell you what, and folks, again, good morning, 1134. I want to say good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. Um, Saturday was a turning point. You have been following the rules. You have been doing as you were instructed. You've been working from home. You've uh, distance learned your children. You haven't seen your family. Mother's Day passed. Easter passed. Can't go to church till this past weekend. Everybody locked down. And on Saturday, suddenly, boom, all the rules are off. All bets are off because of one bad cop in Minneapolis. And then they start going through the list. What about in 2009? What about... Two, two, we want to start going 11 years ago? We, we, where is this coming from? This, this is insanity. This is, this is unfair... And, and it's not going to end because, you know, that that mayor in Minneapolis, there were mayors like an Alorza, like the mayor of, um, of Minneapolis. He he let them take the police station. He let them destroy the police station. You know, I, I mean, if we had more time, I would have said to Governor Mundo, well, no, notice Governor Mundo said I'm not going to. It's unacceptable because otherwise the question is, like, should you have allowed the protesters on Saturday? Black Lives Matter, should you have allowed them to enter the Rhode Island State House and destroy the place? Because we watched that poor man, George Floyd, be killed by that police officer on the street a week ago today in Minneapolis. Would that be, would that settle the score? If they kill this cop in prison, he's now in maximum security, I believe, the, the, you know, the cop in Minneapolis, the Chauvin. Would that even the score? Like, what, what's it going to take? Or, folks, you watch in, in Washington 
they, they, that is organized, and they are really pushing it. They have radios. They do have George Soros money. It's Antifa. They are going to try to go over the walls of the of the of the White House. This this is despicable. What is going on? And it is so unfair to you, to me, to the real Americans, to the people that work, pay taxes, follow the law. But on Saturday, you know, we've heard countless. I've gotten so much email from people upset that they can't have a college graduation. They can't have a high school graduation. And on on Saturday, 1,000 strangers came together and sharing the microphone and no masks. Some of them had masks, but if they had masks, it's because then they were planning on doing vandalism. All the all the rules go out the window. If you if you're the parent, family member of anyone that's graduating right now, take a look at some of that video from Saturday. When you at high school's pleading to have an organized graduation outside, cheers set apart, families together. No, no. What about can the child walk across the stage, take the mask off? No, virtual. Saturday, it all became okay. That that to me. Is the real thing. So are we, I hate to say, are we suckers for following the rules this entire time? Is that what this is about? Should you have said, you know, this is so unfair that I've been locked down in this way. Think of what has been lost. People have seen their life savings go. The business they built crumbled. Parents dying and they couldn't go near them because they follow the rules. Suddenly on Saturday, there were no rules. And now what are we hearing? Oh, the cases of coronavirus may spike because of all the protesters. Really? Interesting. Folks, on this Monday, uh, Ron's Pastry Gourmet is open. Stop it and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. I'll tell you, they are doing phenomenal business. I um, uh, Check out their Facebook page, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And they have the Trump chocolate donuts. They have the Trump cupcakes. They have the Trump soda. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. And also... Boy, he is something else. Ron, right on the roof of the building. You can see the. Uh, he's got the big Trump flag. He's got the display. It is uh, really something to see. You can see it from Branch Avenue. That is, I'm holding up. That's the roof of his building at, um, on Silver, uh, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. What a selection. <laughs> Excuse me. God bless me. Trump Trump donuts, cupcakes. Look at those uh, Trump cupcakes. Look at that, folks. Just fantastic. And then there's the roof of the building. Look at that. How about a thumbs up on Facebook Live? Look how beautiful that is with the American flag and uh, and the Trump, of course, the very famous Trump chocolate donuts. Stop it and see them. And on top of that, listen, they have delicious calzones. Sausage and pepper and a lot more. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's right off of uh, Branch Avenue to Silver Spring Street. And then you're going to go, um, it's right next to, you can see the building as you're on Branch Avenue going to Silver Spring Street. And then it's right next to uh, AAA. Uh, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. Ron's Pastry, Ron and Melissa Pastry Gourmet. Cicilline. Tweeted out, disturbing to wake up this morning to many, many images of police using tear gas, firing rubber bullets, arresting journalists and peaceful protesters. Targeting reporters like this hurts all of us. They're putting themselves at great risk to keep keep us informed. So this is, I posted a picture. This is the uh, police car 
anywhere in the United States. Yeah, those are the peaceful protesters. And also, I can't stand this pandering to the press. You know, no, I don't like it either. But you're basically, a lot of the press, you're going into a war zone. You are going into a war zone. What went on in Boston last night is a disgrace. You know, actually, on the Facebook page, I have the picture. No high school, college, or graduations. And yet, here they are. You can see it right on the Facebook page. Look at all the protesters on Saturday at the State House. And the Governor Munder said they were social, these are socially distancing. That does not look like social distancing to me. I don't know what the governor is referring to. She didn't mention that with us. Uh, Anita Buffoni of Channel 12 did push back a little bit. Um, I, I don't... This this is absolutely despicable that is what is going on. I, I've been to a protest. I've been to a rally. I emceed one, the ride-around rally at the State House. Can you only imagine if there had been any violence at that? If anything had been done at that, who I guarantee you, they would have absolutely, uh, there would have been severe repercussions for anyone involved if that, in fact, had happened. But it didn't happen because the people involved, in fact, as a matter of fact, if there was going to be anything like that, I wouldn't have been part of it. I wouldn't have been part of it in any way. Folks, right now, 1142. Now, coming up at noon, our segment with Justin Katz this week in uh, politics with Justin Katz. And then at one o'clock will be the Governor Mundo press briefing. Now, again, the governor didn't want the briefing, briefing this afternoon to turn into everything about the riots. But it's becoming a little bit of, you know, for the, for the media to try to say, you know, other than the burning of the, the uh, police cars and other than the looting and the fact that police had to go to the hospital, they were hit by bricks and bottles. But other than that, it was a very peaceful protest. I mean, that that is that is like, you know, other than that, how was... How was the uh, the theater, Mrs. Lincoln? I'm seeing right now an ongoing call with the governor. President Trump is scolding their response to the crisis. Trump blames the protests on radical left. The only time it's successful when you're weak and most of you are weak. Oh, boy. Listing in are alarmed. President's urging governors take back the streets, not be weak, and use force as the nation faces growing racial unrest. Most of you are weak, urges tougher crackdown on violence. So that is um, an interesting development. Tougher crackdown on violence. I I agree with that. Why are we allowing it? You know, they're not going to like it. But, you know, and as far as the police, what did they do wrong? What did the police in, in Providence do? What did the police do wrong in Philadelphia, in Chicago, in New York? What did they do wrong? This is, he's not wrong. It is weak. People like Cicilline, folks, I'm telling you, I am at the end of my rope with people like this. I really am. And, and, and I want to let you know, it's, it's sad to me, but the media does pander them a little bit. They do. Um, this, this is anarchy. This is chaos. This, these people, this is not the United States of America. We don't behave this way. You don't get the excuse to do that. So because you're upset because you watch something, you go and you... Destroy everything in your. This is preposterous. They don't even have a real working narrative, and I mean that. This is such BS. Why? Because of one bad cop in Minneapolis? No. What about in two thousand nine? What about in two four? 
What what are we talking about? What was that in Boston yes last night? What the hell was that? What happened to Boston Strong? What happened to Big Poppy taking the crowd, the, the, you know, to the microphone at Fenway? This is our blanking city. What happened to that? Oh, no, no, no. Boston no longer. Nope. No, Boston's divided because of what happened in Minneapolis. Does any of that make sense? They want to have chaos and encourage this violence in the streets up until I think it, it, it will go on all summer. You can't allow it. In Minneapolis, did you see the National Guard cracking down? They know how to clear a neighborhood. And they have, I, I, the police, I want you to put your thumbs up to the police. I want you to thank police when you see them. Um, On this Monday, June 1st, John Boyle's birthday, go out of your way to thank a police officer today. Folks, I want to remind you um, about my friend Marie. It's my health in Cumberland. Stop in and see her. It's a fantastic store, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Call my Marie at 305-3585, 305-3585. But stop in and see her. She is in that, I bet you've driven by that white church, old white church on Menden Road. Well, inside is one of the nicest, most knowledgeable people you'll meet, Marie at It's My Health. And she has vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies. She also has a Kyberry. Folks, I can't say enough good things about this tremendous antioxidant local product, a Kyberry, made by the antioxidant, made by my friend Angelo Aiello. One shot of this in the morning, and it is just terrific. But she has It's My Health, and they carry it. You can buy a Kyberry at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in and see Marie, and she has vitamins and uh, also uh, honey and maple syrup, all local, all fresh, all natural ingredients, bee fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices. She also has, you should see the wall she has of ingredients, natural spices that you could put into all of your cooking. She also has hemp and CBD products for all sorts of uses, especially if you're having problems sleeping. Stop it and see Marie. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. She's so knowledgeable. Call her at 305-3585, but stop in and see her. And you want to pick up a bottle of acai berry. This tremendous antioxidant filled the acai berry and again, it's A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I, Akai Berry. And you can pick this up. Look how beautiful this wine bottle is, but it's not. It's, it's an antioxidant. And it, it's my health in Cumberland. Well, folks, good morning once again. It's John DePietro. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401 710 7096. Now it's Monday and you've been locked up. Do you maybe have some appliances that haven't been working properly? Call Ryan's Appliance Repair. That's what he does. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. 401-710-7096. I'll give an example. One Saturday morning, the dryer wasn't working. Did I try to fix it? Eh, Not my strength. Did I decide I think I'll buy a new one? Not needed. What did I do? I called Ryan. 401 710-7096. And suddenly he said, Juan, I'll be right over. Boom, the truck appeared in the driveway. And on the side it said, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Came in, he fixed our dryer, needed a new belt. 
and he fixed it in about five minutes. He also went on to fix, I had a problem with uh, the oven, and then we also had a problem with the microwave. It was like a hat trick. But anyhow, and he fixed all three. He's tremendous. If you have, maybe your refrigerator's not working well. Maybe your ice maker's not working well. Maybe your dishwasher is not working properly. Or your washing machine called Ryan's Appliance Repair. All work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096 for Ryan's Appliance Repair. Folks, I am just like many of you. I am just... Um, You know, now I'm looking on the Drudge Report. They have inside Trump's secret bunker. Secret service agents rushed the president to the Presidential Emergency Operations Center after rioters closed in on the White House. And Congressman David Cicilline was making fun of it. Inside, you see five stories below below ground, vault-type doors, secret lift access, nuclear bomb-proof. Holy cow. Fifty secret service agents were injured in clashes. Terrible. Nation heads in a new week shaken by violence. I, I watch it and I'm at New, New York City looters target high-end stores. How is that acceptable? How is that acceptable? A Philadelphia police officer was run over. It is absolutely disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful what is going on. Destruction in Santa Monica as troops take the streets. And them trying to charge in and they burned the church right across from the White House. Are, are these Americans that we're talking about? Because they certainly don't seem like Americans to me. I am just so disgusted by them. They don't have sympathy for me. Um, you know, and now I'm looking at these other headlines. Uh, protester allegedly shot and killed by Nebraska bar owner. Well, h- how do you know? What was going on? Now, Channel 12, Governor Munro just spoke with reporters about the protest and vandalism, uh, part of her response. So they're doing a story. Uh, Channel 12, the, the vandalism of the Rhode Island State House. they decided to break the glass doors. What I don't understand right now at 1150, folks, is you have Capitol Police. They have cameras everywhere. You had state police there. How did they not see what was going on and all this vandalism that was done at the State House? Breaking all the windows in the back, right where Blake Flippy had his. Why, why is that? Now, the governor's saying, well, it's not that expensive, some panes of glass. I just, is it being allowed? Is it being tolerated? I think that's a fair question. And then what do you have? You have Biden. You have Biden and people like that putting, posting bail money for these people. They're not protesters. And they're not peaceful. Terrible. And, and even the vandalism of uh, graffiti and everything. Why is that suddenly okay? I don't think any of it's okay. I think it's an absolute disgrace. Terrible. Terrible what's going on. And if you're a high school senior or a high school or a college graduate and you were denied a graduation in your school and your parents and your family, nope, can't have the, nope, not safe, nope, no graduation. The amount of effort people went on, meetings, right, meeting on Zoom and all these different meetings. Nope, can't do that. That's not safe. None of it was safe. And then on Saturday, I, I don't know, Governor Raimondo claims that the protesters were socially distanced on Saturday. Now, I'll give credit to Channel 12, questioned her on that and said our video 
doesn't support that in any way. The video shows people all bunched up, standing together. Um, they were sharing the microphones back and forth. I, I, I did see people with masks, but my, I think the larger question is, is vandalism part of it? Now, Governor Mundo, she did. You heard her. I asked her. And she said, no, it is not acceptable at any time. But it certainly seems to be acceptable. It didn't seem acceptable from that Atlanta mayor. This is insanity. They're not, these are not protests. And I don't want to hear this narrative of other than the fact, and here's what they're trying to tell you, right? Other than the fact they burned 10 police cars and threw bottles and rocks at police. And four officers got rushed to the hospital because they got run over. One officer was beaten and dragged. They looted businesses, set four buildings on fire, wait for it, broke, smashed windows. However, other than that, it was a peaceful protest. I mean, what, what are we talking about? Like I said, other than that, how was the theater, Mrs. Lincoln? You know, aside from what happened in the car, Mrs. Kennedy, how did you enjoy Dallas? Like, are you the, 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 the element of. However, it was a pe- that's that's not a protest, and it certainly isn't a peaceful protest. I'll tell you that much. Without question, it's not. We're watching it. They don't want it to be that way. I get it. They want you look, and it's Martin Luther King, and they want peaceful. And no, how about in Seattle last night? I was laughing. They had an MSNBC. It was an all-white Black Lives Matter protest. What what are you talking about? So if Seattle apparently is not very diverse. So if you live in an all-white community and you don't have people of color, how can you be a how can you be a racist if you don't have anyone to be racist towards? I, I, I don't even I can't even come up with an analogy. A group of white people in Seattle marching and protesting, screaming Black Lives Matter. I, are they, I, I don't, I, you know, this whole business, and even Governor Armando now is declaring herself a white woman of privilege. I, I thought she was a hardworking individual that kind of climbed the ladder. That's the way I, and by the way, you know, to the victor goes the spoil. I, then there's nothing wrong with that. Suddenly now, how do we, you know, it's like you just wake up from a nap. What did I miss? What What is going on? Are these people fed up with being quarantined? No, they're sick of the. Because of what happened in Minneapolis, this is so unfair. This is all an effort to try to take the election away from President Trump. It is. You can't allow it. People are fed up. They are. You know, and people, they've had enough of it. Guess what? We've had enough of it, too. We've absolutely had enough of it. And that reminds me, if you've had enough of some of the junk and unwanted belongings in your home, call my friends at Brothers Disposal today, 688 688- 0517-401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. Folks, they will deliver a dumpster right to your driveway. Brothers Disposal, 688-0517. So maybe you've decided, you know what, I want to clean out my garage. I want to clean out my basement. I want to clean out my attic. Maybe you're doing a small household construction project or a, some kind of a backyard type of project. Call Brothers Disposal. You call them. And they will roll and they'll deliver a dumpster right to your home or business. You put everything in the dumpster and then they come and they take it away. Maybe it's for a weekend. Maybe it's for a week. I received a nice email from one of our listeners. I think her name was Louise, perhaps. 
And she mentioned that um, they're going to downsize. So she called her children and said, you have this weekend, this weekend, this Saturday, come. If there's anything in this house that you grew up in that you want, come and get it. She called Brother's Disposal. They put a dumpster in the driveway. Everybody get, you get the little tea set you wanted. You wanted whatever, an old toy or whatever. Everything else is going in the, the dumpster. Throw it out. Louise said it never felt so good to get rid of some, you know, old rusted skis and sleds and, and or toys or old clothes, whatever. Just unwanted belongings. At one point it served a purpose. Not so much anymore. And then Brother's Disposal came on Monday and took the thing away. Full to the brim, Louise said. 688-0517. It's Brother's Disposal. Well, folks, good morning. At 1157, it's John DePietro. Uh, this portion of the program is brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Now, they're closed today. But if there was ever a time to stop in and see my friend, John Francis, it's at Competition Shooting Supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call them at 727-1716. They're open tomorrow. Stop in a competition shooting supplies. Firearms, ammunition. If we're going to have this type of summer where people feel they have the right to smash your windows, go into your store, your business, and start destroying things, this is a time for competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call John Francis, 727-1716. Your Second Amendment headquarters. Call John. People are stopping in, folks. People are getting gun permits for the first time ever. Maybe you're a first-time person. He'll walk you through the process so you can receive your permit to be able to have a uh, firearm. It's competition shooting supplies, firearms, pistols, rifles. 727-1716, located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. The defender of the faith is competition shooting supplies. Well, folks, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have the 12 o'clock. Good morning, everyone. It's John DePietro. We're going to have the 12 o'clock news next hour. Our segment this week in politics with Justin Katz. Now, uh, you can listen on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Put that in on your car, 99.9 FM. You can always listen at DePietro.com. And then, as always, folks, check the Facebook page. It's John DePietro's show. Uh, a lot of big stories going up on DePietro.com a little bit later. You can always listen live at the website, DePietro.com. So we're going to have the 12 o'clock news. Justin Katz, managing editor at OceanStateCurrent.com next hour. And then at 1 o'clock today is Governor Rundo press briefing. Now, the governor tried to have an earlier briefing with the media, I think, to try to cut off some of the questions regarding the rioting that went on over the weekend, I don't know how successful she's going to be. And we're going to get more details as we've now officially into phase two here. So it's John DePietro. Now stay tuned. Big update, the 12 o'clock news. Much more ahead next hour. We'll see what the governor says at 1 o'clock today. Again, now follow me on Facebook and Twitter at John DePietro Show. And go to the website, which is uh, DePietro.com. So don't go anywhere. A lot more ahead. We're going to talk about this whole thing of I didn't see much of a protest. I saw a lot of looting and destruction of property and rioting.